What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, what's up? It is What the Fuck Wednesday here at What Happens in the Woods. I'm Jessica, and with me again, we have Olivia and Mara. Hello, ladies. What's up? Hello. Hello. So, as if we didn't punish you enough last week, we're back. You're welcome. (laughs) Get ready. So, this is where we share weird and interesting crime stories that we found with you all. Uh, Last week, the girls and I had fun with our news stories. Maybe a little bit too much fun. Mm, I don't know. But you know what? I'm I'm not going to apologize for it. We are are not sorry. (laughs) We are not sorry. Uh, I am going to apologize, though, because Superman is from Krypton. Yes, I had to yes. Google that after the fact. He's from Krypton. Yes. I had my dad scream at me. So he we apologize. Like, he's like, it's not Kryptonite, it's Krypton. <laughs> we hit a nerve. We hit a big nerve. He was upset. Yes, and and we acknowledge that. So I fail on my part. Big fail. I just should have known that. But Please you know. don't cancel us. I'm, <laughs> please don't. I won't make the mistake again. I'm so sorry. All right, let's get started. All right. Okay. Are you guys ready? Ready, I think Freddy? so. Last chance. Bolt <laughs> now if you need to. I mean, I don't know. After the suitcase incident, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel going into this. You're going to feel all sorts of things. Oh, great. We're going to laugh. Mm. We're going to cry. We're going <laughs> to shed hair. We're going to... What? We're we're gonna want to punch babies. I don't know. I was gonna say that that like at first you sounded like it was a nice feel good family movie time, but now like that doesn't sound <laughs> very nice. No feel good movie time. It's the feel good podcast of the year, mm-hmm. except mm. it's not. Except when you talk about <laughs> gruesome murders. Yes. No. This is definitely not for families. Not. Uh... Listen with your children. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Unless your children are adults, as in my case, please don't bring children anywhere near this. First off, we're going to start back in 1997 in the town of Yakima, Washington. I hate saying that name. It's like Yakima. Yakima. I think of iCarly, iCarly. every time. <laughs> Yakima. Yeah. 
Um, so police respond to a call at a storage facility reporting a break-in. What they find when they get there are Christopher Nielsen and Erica Levis asleep in a truck out front, parked out front. Just The truck is just filled with random stuff. So one of the side fences on the property has been cut, and they find that numerous storage units are broken into in the property. Mm-hmm. So the two suspects are detained. They're brought down to the station to question them, and they both are like, yeah, we don't need a lawyer. We're going to waive our rights. We sure did this, and we used a bolt cutter to cut into all of the storage units. And then somehow along the way, they just became so exhausted that they needed a nap, and they went and sat in the truck out front and fell asleep. What? (laughs) Why wouldn't you escape first right escape and then take your nap like a victory nap right no, no. right nap is very important mara it has to happen right now <laughs> I just, apparently I that was the priority not like going to jail could happen or no. prison no no not no. necessary to think of that at all at all i guess if you're committing a crime you may not you know, yeah be thinking that far ahead i i just love how they were no we don't need attorneys <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we, we did. Sure I did mean, that. I love an honest person. I, you know, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. So the couple faced 42 counts each of second degree burglary, meaning they broke into 40, 42 units each. Like, what were they going to say? Like, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know, officer. How did these things <laughs> become know. open and then somehow in our truck? You're right. I was just taking a nap. I was just taking a nap. I fell asleep. At a storage facility. You know, and I said my prayers before I went to sleep. <laughs> As one would. So, of course you do. And then I fell asleep in the truck because that is responsible. I was not driving and asleep. <laughs> that is responsible. I don't really know how this one ends up because... Uh, when you look on Washington Court's website, either the cases are sealed or because they were probably done in a municipal court, you can't see the outcome. What I could see was that Erica had five cases listed, meaning she was in court five times for probably separate issues between 1996 and 97, but nothing came up for Christopher Nielsen. So I don't really know what they got for all of this, for their honesty and for their for their uh, part in this. But um, I found it funny, too, that even though they were arrested and they were uh, like completely admitted the crime, the police had to get a search warrant to inspect the truck after apprehending them. I didn't get I didn't understand why, because it's right there. And it's there. I don't well, know. don't you need like a search warrant to search someone's car? Like, not always. Like, not on suspicion, which yeah. if they admitted to what they were doing, they have reasonable suspicion to search a car. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just found that odd. And then there was no court records that I could look at. I guess my advice would be maybe have some coffee before you're going out. <laughs> before you're heist. A protein shake, a Red Bull. Just like, per- like prepare yourself right nourishment nourishment (laughs) yes like it you know like pre-workout but pre pre pre-crime pre-crime i i think we can market that drink (laughs) i think i would probably come under a lot of fire for that don't think we should do that (laughs) i mean it's a good idea not gonna lie but if we named an energy drink pre-crime 
I don't know. I'm just saying. If anybody thinks this is a good idea, let me know because I'm all down. I'll make it happen. But our commercials would have to be like, we don't we don't endorse any <laughs> we crime. We don't endorse crime. We do not. Yeah. We do not affiliate ourselves with any criminals. <laughs> we just want the stories so we can talk about how stupid you you were. <laughs> All right, so that one was pretty short, but it just kind of caught my fancy. Like, I'm sorry, well, you couldn't even make it down the street. You couldn't. <laughs> nope. You couldn't make it a block. Maybe to like a McDonald's parking right. lot. Nobody questions you Take in a, a McDonald's nap. parking lot. I mean, really, nobody does. You're right. I think you're right. <laughs> I have the criminal mind. I guess this is just <laughs> what we're finding out. I saw that CSI you watched as a child. It's <sighs> damaged you or s- smartened you up, made you conniving. Uh, the, I don't know. I don't know. You. F- you formed my it's, brain. It's my so fault. Here it is. It's fine. It's all my fault. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take the blame. It's always the mother. Olivia's just over there, like <laughs> I'm innocent. I'm so innocent. I would never. <sighs> it's the silent ones. <laughs> it's the quiet ones you have to watch out for. <laughs> we all know it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, moving on. The next story comes straight from the old Unsolved Mysteries archive. So, did you guys watch the reboot? No. Did you, have you ever seen any of the old episodes? Probably. I'm not sure. I'm not actually sure. I failed you. As children, I have failed you. (laughs) Have you or have you helped us? No, Unsolved Mysteries is like a a cornerstone to life. Oh. The information that was brought to our attention, this was like groundbreaking. So nobody before had done this in like real life brought unsolved cases from around the country, around the world in some places to like primetime TV. This was the first instance of this. This is where like Dateline and Unsolved Mysteries were hand in hand. It was revolutionary. Y'all are looking at me like I'm dumb. It's fine. (laughs) It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. I'm sure you want, like I'm sure I've had it in the background Maybe. When you guys were. So, okay. So, I watched the reboot. I, I liked it. I appreciate it. It's not the same without the old, the host, Robert Stack. I can appreciate, though, that what they're trying to do is bring, like, attention to old cases that, like, the leads have gone. Mm-hmm. And maybe somebody somewhere knows something, but they're, it's not getting attention. So, on the website uh, called onlyinyourstate.com, I found an article a few weeks ago called Five Disturbing Unsolved Mysteries in Washington that Will Leave You Baffled. Um, This story was on it. This one is more of like a weird occurrence than a crime. There's just still no really good explanation for it, and it's like conspiracy theory shit. Check the suitcase. (laughs) Check (laughs) the suitcase. So, okay, so back... 1994, on the morning, early, early morning of August 7th, in a small town of Oakville, Washington, it started to rain. Wow. <laughs> Groundbreaking. <laughs> We're laughing because it rains here all the time. Even even though right now, like, it's sunny and warm, that could literally change. Tomorrow. At, at any moment. It, throughout the day, it could change five times. Yeah. So, rain is just not big news. However... On that day, the rain was actually not rain. The rain was actually small little gooey blobs that were the size of like half of a grain of rice. No water, just gooey blobs. Coming from the sky? (laughs) Coming from the sky. In like a torrential downpour of this. 
Meaning they thought it was hail. Aliens. <laughs> alien what? Like alien poop? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe aliens were pouring some gooey stuff out like, from their mind control. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to let you know. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. So there was no water. It was everywhere. This happened six different times over the course of a month. It's the government. It's the military. Jesus Christ. It's like, you're in my brain. Get out of here. <laughs> so, okay. What the hell? So every time this happened, people are like left scratching their heads. They don't know what the fuck this is. It's reported that people get very ill from this. End up in the hospital. Um, some animals end up dying, like cats and dogs end up getting really sick. Farm animals end up dying um, after coming in contact with it. It's it's really kind of weird. That's that's upsetting. Okay, so here are some of the theories. I'm starting with the least likely first, which is that uh, it was bathroom waste released from planes that were flying over the town. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> they used to fucking do that. Did they actually? Yes. So the FAA has claimed that it could not be that because they have a chemical in their waste tanks that it turns the waste blue. Mm-hmm. So this was not blue. This was clear. However, it's it planes are no longer allowed to release waste like that over land. Good. They used to. Gross. So just if what? they knew that it was uninhabited, they would drop their waste. Okay, it's, I guess that's a little bit better, but it's still not great. No, it's so gross. No, it's disgusting. Because what if you're on the middle of the woods, you're hiking, and then you <laughs> and just get shit, shit falls shit from, shit the falls the sky. from the sky on your head, right? And it's probably not nice shit because people are on planes, right? No, or barf, or I mean, yeah. oh my god, barf, pee, any of it. It's disgusting, or a mixture of all. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, they're not really, it's not like every time you flush, the tank is emptying. It's like uh, the tank is full and they empty it. It's a nice little um, sky I mean, cocktail I hope for I'm you. I'm not disgusting anybody, so we'll move on from that. So that's, <laughs> I mean, that is, is quickly dismissed. It's, it's just not gonna, it's not probable. Next. So the next one is the result of bomb testing. In Mm -hmm. the Pacific Ocean, done by the military. Mm -hmm. It's suspected that while they were testing, they bombed a school of, like, jellyfish. What? (laughs) So, the jellyfish particles were then blasted up into the air from the bomb, caught up in a cloud, and the cloud... Excuse me. Right. So, then the cloud carried them inland 50 miles. The problem is... If that happens, and I I don't know enough about science, and I'm not a scientist. Ocean acidification. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) So the problem is that this was not reported in any other areas. This was only reported six times in the same town. How would it exactly go 50 miles every time they did this? Like the cloud could only go 50 miles in one direction, Yes. And carrying this. Clouds are an came, illusion. And then it came down in exact size particles. Clouds are an illusion. You heard it here first. Oh, okay. That's a different podcast. I, <laughs> I'm on, not- now I'm on some com- conspiracy stuff. I really I think know. they're covering something up. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I mean, it's an interesting thing. It's kind of like, I, I don't know if you guys have heard about them, but there's like those tornadoes of, of fish 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. That like in the middle of Kansas or something, <laughs> there'll be like, it's just a, a downpour of like fish that are not random. They're, they're not yeah. um, native to the area. <gasps> what yeah. if it's fish eggs? Ew. Like how like, you know, like yeah. the fish through the tornadoes. What if like the eggs get like stuck in the clouds and then that's what comes down. Would that be clear though? Uh, sometimes it can be. I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe. Maybe. But I, I don't, don't understand this whole stuck in the clouds thing. I, right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure I believe that one. I, I just one time maybe, but six nope. separate times <laughs> coming to the same place. I, I don't know. So then, yeah, the last theory I think is more probable and believable. And that is that the U.S. government was conducting some sort of like experiment of chemical war- warfare. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Okay, I just want that said. I'm not crazy, oh. <laughs> but I don't. If it's not that, then it's fucking aliens. I just. <laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens. Is. I'm not saying it's aliens. But but I'm also not saying it's not the government. So it's always the freaking government. I just I don't know. I'm gonna sound like a real conspiracist right now, but it's always the government. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I just, it's, it's weird. So, okay. So here's why I think this is the most likely. So when the, the first time this fell from the sky, there was a, an elderly lady, lady who had to go to the hospital because she was having like severe illness problems, right? Her daughter brought a sample in while she was in the hospital. They had it tested. The technician, the lab tech said that he claimed that he saw human white blood cells in the sample. It was later disproved, but then that sample was sent to the Washington State Health Lab, who determined it was capable of, of carrying and growing two types of bacteria. So then the, that technician was studying it and concluded that it was a man-made substance that was a vehicle for transporting a virus or bacteria. And this is according to an article on medium.com. So that technician reported their findings, and one day those samples all mysteriously disappeared. And he was told by his uh, supervisor, forget all about it. Don't speak of it again. I don't like that. It's highly suspect. I do not. Right. So if if that account is to be believed, it disappeared. And he was not to have any knowledge of what what it was or what. So the government's trying to kill us now? They've always been trying to. I mean, yes, but. I don't know. That's the thing. So. Then I found this news article in the Freelance Star out of Virginia, of all places. Why are they reporting on this? I have no clue. They're bored. <laughs> They're bored. What goes on in Virginia? Well, apparently a lot because this newspaper was full. Sorry, Virginians. Sorry. It, it was full. Um, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot. There, like <laughs> This was split between the main, the first page and then like the 14th page of the first section. And I was like scrolling through on Google Docs and... It was just cram full of shit. All right. Like, okay. All right, Virginia. Yeah. So and this article is from August 20th of 1994. So right after this happened. And it talks about some of the local reactions. And then there's more of an account of the woman who had to take her mom to the hospital. And like what happened. The town started like this petition to start having an annual jellyfish festival. Where they wanted to load a bunch of deceased jellyfish in a cannon and shoot them out over the town to celebrate the event. Excuse me. Which town is this? Oakville. In Washington? Yes. 
Excuse me. That's it's like a little so... town of like 700 people. It's tiny. What the hell? Well, yeah. they all done lost their damn minds. Apparently. Let's just shoot dead things into the, the air. Right. What in the world? Yeah, and like the little particles and have them raining down. And <laughs> your dad said, I wonder what SpongeBob would say of that. <gasps> he would be devastated. Y'all are disappointing SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. You done. You done goofed. You done messed up, bro. Yeah. I, SpongeBob would be ashamed. If you upset SpongeBob, you obviously did something wrong. Right. If SpongeBob is disappointed in you, you're Squidward. <laughs> you're, you're Plankton. No, not even Plankton. plankton. He redeemed. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going there. Thank you. Yeah. No, I think we'll bypass that. We can go around it. <laughs> I don't even want to go near it. <laughs> I don't I don't even want the possibility of jellyfish raining down on me or chemical warfare. So we're going to stay the hell away from that place. I mean, I don't think they chemical warfare the same place twice, but well, they did it six times. So I guess what's stopping them from a seventh? I mean, what really is? So here's the funny thing of this. I remember watching this episode when it like ran as reruns because in the 2000s lifetime network had unsolved mysteries running as reruns Mm -hmm. and then they actually like took over i think it like moved from cbs to to lifetime okay and i remember calling my grandma and we would talk about episodes that we watched in weird cases and i remember calling her and asking her if she'd ever heard of anything like this because she'd had you know lived out in the wilderness in Alaska for a few years and she uh they lived up here for a little while when mom was born so I was kind of like hey I know this is before like you lived in this area before all this happened but have you ever heard about this and she was like no that's I've never heard of that in my life and I clearly remember having this conversation with her because me being me I said it sounds like some weird KY jelly explosion from a porn convention. <laughs> and my oh poor my grandma. God. Why would you say that to your grandmother? I don't know. <laughs> You're going to give your grandmother a free and a heart attack. Jeez. She loved me. She just kind of chuckled and she was like, okay, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> poor grandma. I know, but I clearly remember the conversation, so I... Because of that. <laughs> Such fond memories of Grammy. Yes. Love I it. love my grandmother. She humored me. <laughs> yeah. She had to. She didn't have to. <laughs> she, she didn't have to. Um, but yeah, she watched the episode too, and she she just couldn't decide what to make of it. We had our theories. Yeah, it was interesting. I also want to add that this morning, as I was driving home from my appointment, I was listening to My Favorite Murder, and there was a, a hometown episode that had a letter from a listener on this very story. So by no means am I taking this from them. I have like had researched this weeks ago. So just so any anybody knows we're clear. Stealing. I'm not taking anybody else's information. I had researched this. Okay, so this last story is not actually like a story. It's more of like a call to action. I had recently heard of a prisoner who's on death row in Alabama. His name is Rocky Myers. He is 53 years old. He's on um, death row. He's been there since the 90s. And he has an intellectual disability. And his story is heartbreaking. Unfortunately, as I was looking at his, this is only like one of a 
few cases that I found on this exact type of thing. So it happens and it's disturbing. I, I could do like this story could warrant its own episode, but recently I had watched something on YouTube called uh, Murder, Mystery, and Makeup, and it's by Bailey Seri, and she does this every Monday on her channel. And she actually is where I got that information as she was spreading around this um, link for a petition to save him from being executed, wrongly executed on death row. So she actually just this last Monday put out the episode about him. And she did the research and everything better than I could do it. So I, I'm going to lead everybody to her page. I don't want to like redo what she's done because she did so well. And the information's out there. Um, I'll just give you a few details so that, you know, you guys kind of know what you're you're looking for. But I'm going to read the link from the ACLU website that's on the petition just to kind of give you the background because it summarizes it very well. So this is from the website. The case of Rocky Myers is a window into so much that's wrong with the death penalty in this country. The 53-year-old who has an intellectual disability was saddled with an incompetent lawyer convicted on evidence from a key witness who has since recanted his testimony and then sentenced to death by a judge who imposed the death sentence against the jury's wishes. Now he is one of 175 prisoners on death row in Alabama, despite all the faults in his case and with absolutely no evidence tying him to the scene of the crime. The Supreme Court has ruled that defendants with intellectual disabilities, it's actually unconstitutional to rule that they get the death penalty. But these cases have not been overturned. So he's still sitting on death row. I just wanted to bring light to this because he may or may not have committed the crime. There's a lot of shady shit that happened with his trial. His lawyer started off with an opening statement saying, I'm so sorry to a mostly white jury. And this man is African-American. I'm so sorry that I even have to discuss where this crime happened because I know most of you don't live in such a horrible area. Okay, why would you apologize for that? (laughs) Why would you need to bring that into it at all? I'm so sorry. Right. That makes no sense at all. It makes no sense at all. Eventually, his lawyer actually stopped working for him and did not tell him he stopped working for him. So this man is convicted. Four years go by. He thinks his lawyer is working on appeals, working on getting him the help that he needs to get this overturned. He stopped working for him. What an asshat. Basically. The judge, so in Alabama, you as, uh, as a judge, there's two, three states altogether that could do this. Two of them, well, all three of them have since uh, stopped allowing judges to overrule what the, the jury decides. Good. Mm-hmm. In 2017, Alabama was the last state to do that. 20 fucking 17. That is way too recent. <laughs> it's absolutely uh, unacceptable. So this judge was up for re-election. So after the jury came back and said, we recommend life in prison without parole, he, a few months later, was like, no, you know, not good enough. We're going to do death penalty. After the fact? After the fact. Why are you so pressed? It's it's unreal. Just had to go out of my way to be an asshole. Basically. Have a nice day. So, I mean, things are adding up. Things are not right. Like I said, may he may or may not have committed that crime. But in this country, you deserve the right to a fair trial. You deserve the right to representation that will actually plead for your case. Yeah. 
and not discriminate against you while you're sitting right there, you as a person with an intellectual disability have the right to have things explained to you so that you understand them. Yeah. And that is what makes this heartbreaking. Whether you read the information that is out there and you still feel he's guilty or not, he did not get a fair trial. And that's what my point is. This is the shit that is unreal and needs to stop. So basically, I'm asking everybody to do your homework. Find out, uh, you know, what you can do to help. I'm going to link the ACLU uh, website where you can sign the petition for Rocky. There's other cases. Find cases in your area. Find out where this is happening. Not everybody can go and protest. Not everybody can go and, you know, give legal advice and be a lawyer. But everybody can contact their representatives. Everybody can vote. Everybody um, can get out and affect change. Do something. Find it. Try to make it right. And I'll, I'm going to link the, the YouTube video as well because I think she did a really good job of explaining, like, from beginning to end, all the key players and how the timeline works and, and everything like that. It's actually not a news story, but very important, I felt, to get out. Yeah, it's very important because it really sucks for people who have disabilities, like especially intellectual disabilities, and they're supposed to be treated like normal human beings, but they don't comprehend it the same way or they weren't told. Just try and help them out. Like no, Everyone thinks that they're just stupid, so like they don't even try and help them out. They just decide everything for them. Yeah. You well, have to make sure it's in terms they can understand. Yeah. Right. And in this and gentleman's case, fair. he can't read above a third grade level. Ah, so, that's... Mm. So how is he ever going to read a legal document? I can barely le- read a legal document, and I'm educated. I read a lot. I read a lot of things that are um, complicated or simple. I mean, I don't... I, I, I read a lot, and I can comprehend a lot. At third grade, trying to read a, a legal document... Yeah, You're no. fucking kidding. How is that person supposed to keep up on what's going on with their case? How? They it's, don't. It's not possible. And nobody cares to even make it happen. No. No, nobody cared. Nobody well, cared. kind of upsets me is like there's prisons in or Sweden or something that are actually rehabilitation centers that help you get past why you did that crime and help you have a better life. And then here in the United States, it's the worst place that you could be and it makes it even worse for you it doesn't help you i don't think it rehabilitates anybody no No. there's no rehabilitation this is basically this is my issue with the criminal system is we privatized jails they should never be privatized when when funding is coming from a a a certain source that means that they get a say that doesn't mean that it's going to be to the benefit of anybody yeah also what we claim as rehabilitation is labor, is manual labor. And I'm don't get me wrong. People are in jail for a reason. Yes. I am not excusing anybody's crimes. No. If you go to jail, you need to pay the crime. However, if we actually rehabilitated these people who could be rehabilitated, I'm not talking about serial killers. I'm not talking about, you know, child rapists. They deserve to have some form of rehabilitation, but they don't necessarily deserve to be in general public, again, there is a certain tier to this. There are certain levels of this. Yeah. What I'm saying is if somebody starts with petty crime and they slowly keep getting back into the system, back into the system, back into the system, the system is failing them, not the other way around. 
The system just fucking sucks. Yeah. Well, and also you have to take a look at a lot of people, like what is making them commit those crimes? Right. Yeah. Why are they committing those crimes? Right. What we need of, to solve those other problems too. What kind of, of uh, roadblocks are they up against? Is it social? Is it economic? Is it racial? Is it, you know, there are multiple things. Is it poverty? Is it exactly. homelessness? Is it mental illness? Is it. Exactly. That's what. Yeah. People think mental illness is just, oh, you're just sad. I'm so sad. And then kids these days are thinking it's a freaking trend. And I'm like, no, this is an actual serious thing. Like, people die from this. People can get injured. It also could affect other people. School shooters, if they went to that high school, obviously something affected them so bad that they they wanted to hurt others. They just needed help. Yeah, it's a very serious situation, and, like, no, they shouldn't have shot down a school. Throwing them in jail instead of, like, helping them out with the serious problems that they have, it's not going to help anyone. They're just going to go right back out there and do even more crimes. Right, if if they get, get out at all. And that's that's some of the other problems that I see is that there are children who do very serious adult crimes who are rightly so put into a facility but then what happens when you know they're starting in jail at 16 years old and let's say they get out in the 30s what the fuck do they know about life yeah they they only know how to defend themselves right. they know they know how to be in jail so what mm-hmm. what have you done to bring this person out into the real world i don't claim to have all the answers i just know that there's opportunity to make things better And as scary as that is for some people, the ways of how we used to do things are not working. You know, you can radicalize that all you want, or you can simply say, we fought for this in the, in the, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, even upwards in the 70s, civil rights, equal opportunities, voting for women in the 20s, voting for African Americans later on. It, we are still dealing with these issues. So you think you solved them, you didn't. And now we have issues like this where people who are not intellectually able to understand what is happening or why it's happening are now possibly losing their lives. It's unacceptable. Yeah. There are just things that that I see that this is what I'm going to continue to do is is talk about it. So I'm going to continue to bring these things up when I see it. And this to me was definitely a call to action. And by mean, no means do I have this serious platform where everybody's going to be like thousands of people are going to go and sign this petition. No, I don't expect that. What I'm just asking is that if few people can find some way to change some things, then that affects change for other people and the, the ripple effect goes on. Please, you know, take the opportunity, follow us and find those links on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I actually have been posting to Twitter, you guys. Oh my Side goodness. note. Side note. Groundbreaking. It is groundbreaking. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. We'll have all that linked on the website, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of it. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Not to be Debbie Downer. I don't have anything funny to say. Yeah, damn. It's, <laughs> it's it definitely took a turn. I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Look out for your fellow man, everybody. Yeah. As always, thank you so much for listening. And... um you know, please be kind to one another. Please stay informed and stay out of the damn woods. And we'll see you next week. 
See you. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.